Hi everyone, welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is gonna be a fun one because it's all about fun. And in this episode, Joshua says that the fun that you're having is really the sweet spot of life, that vibration of fun. When you're in fun, you're seeing everything from the higher perspective, you're going with the flow, you're receiving inspiration, everything's easy. You can tell this because you've had fun before and you know how great that is. Especially when you're not planning the fun, when you sort of, when it happens naturally. And that's uh, this idea of this ability to be within the flow of life and just going along with the flow. So you're not really in resistance when you're having fun. So I think you'll find this to be a great episode and, and really enjoy this one. Before we start, we have a new Ascension Experience group going off on Monday the 19th. You can check that out at the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. Click on Ascension Experience, and there's a whole bunch of different courses there. Most people start with alignment, but you can look around, see which one interests you. Pick one you like, and use the coupon code 50OFF to receive $50 off. And if you'd like to talk to me about it, uh, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and you can ask questions, or we can get together for a Zoom call, whatever you like. Uh, before we get going, please remember to like and subscribe and follow and share this with your friends on Facebook and tell your friends about the podcast and do all that great stuff you do. We really appreciate all your support. All right. Without any further ado, let's get started. We're thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi. We'd like to talk to you about an interesting subject that you don't really think about as much as you could be, and that's the subject of fun. This physical reality is based in an idea that you're moving from fear to love. And of course, this density of this reality lets you have a context and lets you sift and sort and explore and create desires and all those things. But essentially, the sweet spot in this existence on the earth plane is actually fun. And it's a experience that is really not available to many other forms of physical reality. The fun is in this plane of reality. So if you're having fun, you are living life as you intended. You're living life as this plane of reality is created for. Everything is really about that idea of fun and interest. The interest and the curiosity moves you further along on your journey of self-discovery, but the whole essence of this is to live in joy. And what's the best way to live in joy? Have fun. You tend to take things a little bit too seriously, and this prevents you from having the fun that you would have. If you can imagine starting a business or a new romance or a new friendship or any endeavor, in those early years, there tends to be a lot of fun. And a lot of times people will look back on their lives and they'll think fondly of high school or when they first got into college in those years. And they'll remember that because really that was a time of fun for them. But there's no reason to not have fun during your entire life and during every day of your life. Really, the seriousness is consuming you and it's the illusion. In reality, this environment is based in this idea that you can live and expand in joy. Well, everything that feels good is joy. And of course, love is joy and expressing your love is joy and feeling abundant and free and, and feeling your power and choosing the higher perspective. That's all joy and that's all wonderful. But the vibration of fun really is a connection to your inner self. Because if you can imagine your inner self in the non-physical realm, your inner self is just having fun. Irreverence is this basis of understanding that nothing serious is going on here. And when you're having fun, you're in an irreverent mood. Nothing is serious. There are no institutions or, or dogmatic ways of looking at anything that need to preclude you from having fun. You might be told to behave when you were a kid and to settle down and not to laugh and not to 
get excited about things, but where else would you get excited? You wouldn't get excited so much of the non-physical. You come here and you get excited and you have fun and you do new things and you have conversations. It's all supposed to be fun. So as you go forward in this weekend, whether you're on the call now or listening at a later date, think about how much fun you could have this weekend. Just plan for fun. Don't take anything seriously. Don't worry about the things you have to do or the chores or the things you think you should get done. That's not important. Nothing is important. Nothing really matters other than enjoying this life fully. And when you can enjoy life fully, guess what happens? Everything flows to you. If you could imagine just a life of fun all the time, you might think that's irresponsible and you're not going to get what you want and you're not going to be able to control anyone or anything. And guess what? That's exactly right because you don't need to. When you're having fun, you are letting the inspiration flow in the moment. You are being led to more fun and more fun and more fun. If you make fun the basis of your vibration, well, guess what? Your inner self will lead you to more fun. This is the whole idea here. Imagine being led to more fun experiences, more fun people, more fun ideas. Imagine being led constantly on this journey of self-discovery in fun and joy and ease. And nothing serious is going on here. Well, if you have an ideal in mind and you're inspired to do something fun, you might think, well, that's not going to get me to that ideal, but the ideal should be fun. Just make fun your ideal and everything will work out perfectly with you. Well, that's a short, simple statement, but we would like to talk to you more about fun. We're ready to talk to you about anything you want to talk about. Who'd like to start? I will. Miss Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> Hey, so one of my big challenges right now is keeping fun, staying fun and happy around my children when they're acting out, it seems like all the time now. <laughs> and uh, I feel like I try to do fun things, but then I have to be serious sometimes too, to have them do their schoolwork, to stay safe, to do the things they need to do. So Excellent. Well, what, what you're you expressing there is a form of control. You'll say... I'll have fun as long as everything is lined up and I can control every bit of it. But they're built on fun. If you ever notice when they're out playing at the park or doing something with their friends, they're just having fun. They're not worried about their schoolwork. Why would they care? They're not worried about staying safe. They're guided in every moment. Who cares? It's all supposed to be fun. And so really, they're your teachers of fun. You're not the one who's setting up the fun. You're the one trying to control it all. And that leaks out the fun. It takes the fun away. And of course you have an idea of what it's like to be a parent and you're saying, well, I can't just be this one who's always having fun with my kids and always doing what they want to do and not worrying about what other people think and all that stuff. But of course you could. You could if you didn't have this male construct. If you just were free and easy and open and loving and understood who they truly were, you would just follow their lead because they are built to have fun. And why are they having fun and you're not having fun? Well, they don't have all the mental constructs and the limiting beliefs about what it is to be human and how serious things are and that this could happen or that could happen or that could happen or that could happen. They're not worried about the negative emotion they'd feel if something interrupted the fun. Well, of course you are, and that's something you learned along the way, but it's not necessarily true and it's not necessarily meaningful that you need to be in control all the time. They're going to work themselves out no matter what. They're being guided no matter what. You have very, very, very little influence over what happens in the course of their life. Sure, you can delay things and you can influence things and you can have them adopt limiting beliefs, but essentially, they're ready and prepared for this world. They're at a higher vibrational level than you are. They are more of a match to the earth 
than you are, than anyone older than them is. This idea of you know what's best for them is kind of funny on a non-physical perspective. It doesn't make sense. In fact, when you return to the non-physical, you'll say, oh my God, that was such a fun ride. Every bit of it was fun. And the funniest thing is what I took so seriously. If I just not taken things seriously, I would have had more fun, but it's funny to watch you take things seriously. So you're a, you all are a fantastic comedy for those of us in the non-physical. We watch you and we laugh and look at how you're so serious about things and you need to control everything and nothing works, but you're still doing it anyway. You're still trying the same things over and over and over again without any results that seem to bring you any more joy than you would have if you just let go and have fun. And that's why the children come. They come to refresh the energy of this planet until they're guided away from that by influence from those who supposedly know more than they do. But if you think about it, the earth is a non-resistant energy that is expanding at a certain vibrational rate. When you come in and you were born years ago, you were a perfect match to the earth at that time. So you were the exact same frequency in the human terms compared to the earth. That's why you were born on the time and place of your birth on that date. You offered very little resistance in the early years until you were taught to believe that the things that there are things to be fearful of until you started adopting limited beliefs until you started offering resistance. So the earth's not offering almost any resistance whatsoever. Very, 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 very little minuscule microscopic, but humans are offering a lot of resistance. They're not really going with the flow of the vibrational energy of the planet. And so as the planet expands its vibration, the humans do too, but they don't keep up with it. But the new ones coming in are a perfect vibrational match on the day they're born. And so you can imagine if you were born 30 years ago and you were a vibrational match to the planet at that time and you offered some resistance so you didn't quite keep up with the increasing vibration of the planet, those who would be born today would have a higher vibration because they're a perfect match to the planet right now. And so they're equipped with everything they need to explore whatever they want to explore and discover who they are. They have everything they need, but you're operating from a perspective of a vibration that's 30 years old. And so that perspective isn't really the perspective of what your children would have, what you think is meaningful or dangerous or scary. Those same things don't apply to them. You might be worried about all the news in the media and all the bad stuff, but they don't even believe that. They're equipped to know more. They're more aligned with their inner selves. They're getting more guidance from within. They're more emotionally sensitive. They have this knowing of what and who they are when they're young. And essentially, they will always be at a higher vibration than you, than you will. If you could go back to watching them and playing with them as much as possible, you'd have a new perspective. And that perspective would be not based on paying bills and maintaining a house and keeping a job and keeping everyone in control and making sure nothing happens. You'd just be going with the flow. What about going with the flow of life? Waking up, jumping out of bed, and thinking about what we could do that's fun today. That's all they're thinking about. What are you thinking about? Getting ready for work, driving the kids to school, what you have to do all day, 
making sure your bills are paid, we have enough money at the end of the month, that sort of thing. So if you can see the perspective of the child compared to the perspective of the adult, it's a completely different perspective. The child's perspective is much higher. They're using their imagination. They're just creative, imaginary beings that can have, be, and do anything. Nothing is off limits to them. But the adult is perplexed, confused, buying into the illusion, and trying to eke out small little snippets of fun during an otherwise serious day. We have talked about the different things that you could do as a parent. And of course you'll have to maintain or move along with the limiting beliefs that you have in that area. But the thing you think is really important, how other people perceive you as a parent in a public situation, how your parents perceive you as a parent, how your mate perceives you as a parent, how your friends perceive you as a parent, none of that applies because they do not know your children. They have no idea. They do not know what you're here to explore. They do not know the pre-birth agreements. They do not know any of these things. They do not know the reality, the non-physical reality of those children. The children have an idea of it, but they don't put it into words. They don't put it into terms. They don't care. They're just being who they are until they're influenced away from that. Now, there's nothing wrong about being influenced away from that or, or having them adopt limiting beliefs. They're going to have it anyway. But if you could just let go of the control, let go of what other people think, let go of schedules, let go of this idea that they have to do homework or that any of that stuff matters. You don't know what's gonna happen when they get to high school or get to college or get anywhere. Will that even be a thing? You have no idea. You were just taught, ingrained in you, hammered into you, that you had to get these grades. For what purpose? What purpose at all? It doesn't mean anything. You would, could not get higher or lesser grades anyway. You got the grades you needed to get. They will get whatever grades they need to get so that they can explore their reality. They're not learning anything that will, at this age, apply in 10 years because 10 years will be a completely different vibration. They're moving into the vibration of that. There's nothing you can do to prepare them for a reality in 10 years that's gonna be so vastly different than it is today. You have no clue what's going to happen. So we say, follow the kids, do what they wanna do, let them take the lead, and you get to process your limiting beliefs the whole way. You get all these <laughs> manifestations, manifestation events. You get all these limiting beliefs popping up. You get all these thoughts of control. Why? because you're at a lower vibration. You're at a lower perspective than they are. Their perspective is higher than yours. They're not thinking those thoughts. Now, of course, you'll keep them safe. Of course, you'll tell them when to go to bed and what to eat and when to eat and all these things. Of course, you'll do that. You don't have any really control over that because from your perspective, whether it's here or just a notch above there, basically the same thoughts and ideas will come to you. But if you could give up just a little bit of that control, your perspective will increase, your vibration will increase, you'll have more fun, you'll be in more alignment, and you'll receive more inspiration that will help you and them move on their journey of self-discovery exactly as you and them intended as a team prior to their birth. That's awesome. I can't wait to start out the weekend now. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Yes. So my wife and I are 
getting ready to move, it seems. And then uh, my wife is also thinking about quitting her job and opening her own business or switching jobs. I feel like we're following inspiration to a degree, but as I really look back at things, a lot of the nudges that we've gotten really have come out of a urge to control conditions. Excellent. But at the same time, I really feel like we're kind of nudged to do something bigger and, and live out of the comfort zone we've been in. So is that how it works before you can see yourself as creator? Well, there's a couple of ways that can work. Generally speaking, most humans, Gary included, were focused on life from the perspective of society's idea of what is good. Make a lot of money, pay your bills, have good credit, have a nice house, have a nice car, have a nice marriage, stay married forever, be respected, be liked, be loved, control, 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 keep everything in order, and then something will drop from below. The bottom will drop out. They will hit rock bottom. And then they get to think about what they really want. Well, most of you have found a way to exist in physical reality where you have a certain modicum of freedom, a certain modicum of abundance. You're expressing love at a certain level. Those of you who are on the call now or listening later date, you have seen a bit through the illusion of what is good and respected in Western society. And you're thinking in new terms. What do I truly want? I'm on a journey of self-discovery. What do I truly need for that journey? Well, I'm the creator of this journey, so everything I need will come to me when I need it. Do I need all the excess, all the baggage? Well, no, because that is sort of distracting you from living this dream. Do I need to quit everything and become a monk in the Far East? Of course not. You can have this journey of self-discovery in any job, in any location, mingling with any people or no people, it doesn't matter. But you tend to limit yourself because you're thinking, I have to pay these bills and I have to be responsible and I have to maintain this status in the society. I have to be respected. I have to make sure my parents are proud and my friends think I'm a good person and all this stuff. And of course, that's just baggage on your journey. So you have this big old knapsack you're carrying with you and you think you need to bring it all along with you. That big house, that big car, that important title on your job. You have to do a profession that aligns with whatever college education you have because otherwise it would have been a waste of time. And so you're living this journey, but you're just carrying this big heavy bag on your back. So what if you get rid of that bag? What if you scaled everything down? What if you didn't care what people thought? What if you decide to live wherever you want to live and do whatever you want to do? What if you lived your passion in love, not needing anything other than this journey of self-discovery that would allow you to raise your perspective over time. You don't understand how this journey of self-discovery works. You think, okay, I'm gonna line everything up. I'm gonna make sure I have all my ducks in a row and then I'm gonna go on my journey of self-discovery. Well, you're, you've been on it your whole life, but you've just been slowly trudging forward and sometimes taking detours away from it and you've been carrying these heavy bags along with you the whole time. Most people would say, I want to 
live my passion and earn a living from my passion. Well, that just means they don't want to do their job anymore. That's all that means. Because you can do that in anything you're interested in. You could lean into any job, any environment, anything you're doing. But once you start to lean into it and accept where you are as perfect, then you'll get these nudges. These nudges. But with every nudge or every inspired thought comes fear. Oh, if I just quit my job and start a business, this could happen, that could happen, that could happen. Yes, they could happen. And you want them to happen. Those are called manifestation events. If you are going to quit your job and start a business, are you doing it because you're sick and tired of people telling you what to do? Or are you doing it because you want to discover more about yourself? There's two options there. A lot of people do it because they're sick and tired and they, they end up slaving and efforting and struggling in the business even more than they did in the job. They end up having these manifestation events that they didn't have in the job and then re resenting those manifestation events, not understanding that those are pointing out the limiting beliefs. So we would say this to any of you who are thinking about a great change in your life. Think about how much do you accept your life right now? How much do you accept your job, your relationship, your house, your friends, your city where you live? And if you say, well, I don't really accept it very much. That's why I want to change, have the change. Well, we say you're not ready for the change. If you say, I accept everything as the reflection of the vibration I've been offering over this time period. And I know this is the perfect starting point to go on a more expanded journey of self-discovery. I know that I have a perspective of myself here that's based in all the years of living in this house and living in this town and having this kind of work and being in this relationship. And that perspective will have to shift when I make this change. So imagine that you are now and you're accepting everything as this basis and you say, I can be, have, and do anything. I understand how the laws of the universe work. I understand who I truly am. I'm seeing through the illusion. I'm able to process my limiting beliefs. I'm able to see things from the higher perspective and I'm getting this nudge to do something else. Then you look at it this way and say, okay, this nudge is leading me to a new journey of self-discovery that's more expanded than the past one. I've learned everything I could from the past one, and now I'm accelerating to a higher dimensional frequency, and I will know more about myself in five years than I do now. Now, how do I know more about myself in five years than I do now? Well, I will go through obstacles and manifestation events on this journey that will initially seem difficult because it's not safe compared to the life I was living before. And every one of those obstacles and manifestation events will point out limiting beliefs that you can process to become the version of you that will exist five years from now. You can't imagine what that version will be like. You can't be shown what it'll be like. You can't have any ideal of that because it'll be so different than what you can imagine because you're looking at it from this limited perspective before you even start. But once you go along this journey, new experiences will happen, new adventures will come along, new limiting beliefs will be discovered and processed, persona will be adjusted, you'll start to be more authentic, you'll start to live in rhythm with the vibration of the earth and with the vibration of your trajectory of self-discovery. You'll be in alignment more of the time with that. And of course, in the beginning, it's gonna be scary. You're gonna have times when you dip into the consciousness of fear and have lower vibrational thoughts coming to you. 
And those thoughts will all be doubts and you'll have interactions with family and friends saying, what are you doing? Because they're in fear as well. And when they look at you, that sparks fear in them. So if you're prepared for this journey to move from where you are as a couple to where you could be in five years, then you are on the right mental framework, right mental construct. If you are looking forward to manifestation events. So if you were to say, well, let's start a business. And let's imagine that you personally have no clue what this business is. Well, you'd be inspired. You would be inspired to go to YouTube, to read a book, to watch a video, to listen to a podcast. You'd be inspired to really learn about it. And it would be interesting and fascinating to you. And you'd be excited by this potential of this new trajectory. And then a manifestation event occurs and you'd be excited by that. And then you do your work and process that limiting belief together as a team. You'd hand write the form, you'd go through all of it, you continue your learning, you continue to looking at everything, especially yourself with a higher perspective, and you would say, this is the challenge we're waiting for. Also, if you are really gonna do this in a aligned way, you would look for the baggage that you could release. I don't need respect. I don't need to live in this location if I don't want to. I could live anywhere. I don't need to carry around this house and this mortgage. I don't need to have this kind of car. What could I pare down to make this more enjoyable? I don't need to go out to dinners on Saturday night with the, with the friends and spend all the money. I don't need to in, involve myself in any of that stuff I was distracting myself before when I was bored with my job. Imagine you're bored with your job. We're not saying you are, of course, but we're talking to others. And you're working nine to five, Monday through Friday, and then Friday night comes along and you do the same old thing and you say, oh, that's fun. Well, that kind of thing is no longer fun to you because you were, that was just a distraction from the toil and effort and struggle during the week. And then you say, oh, we're going to take this vacation here. Well, that's just a way to relieve the stress of the job that you were in resistant to Monday through Friday. None of that stuff is really appealing to you anymore. What's appealing to you is this journey of self-discovery within that realm of the new business or the new profession, whatever it is. If you can think that way, then you are free to do anything. The sky is the limit. You can be, do, and have. The reason people who find the law of attraction and start thinking positive aspects, this, positive aspects, that, they're not really looking forward to the manifestation events. They're not really looking forward to the growth and expansion of themselves. They're not aware of a higher perspective. They're not aware that the choices and decisions they make are based in whatever their perspective is. So if they quit their job and start a business, they have the same perspective of themselves, so the same ideas, choices, actions, decisions along that perspective are the only ones available to them. And they think that by changing, they're gonna change their reality. And of course they don't, because they're gonna make the same choices, decisions, actions, based on that same vibrational perspective bandwidth. Do you see how that works? You have a perspective of yourself in a job. You say, I don't like this job. It's effort and struggle and hardship, and I don't like listening to what people say, and I wanna do my own thing. 
all of this going on and you quit your job and start a business, but you have the same perspective of yourself, you're going to manifest exactly the same things because the thoughts, decisions, choices, and actions are in that same vibrational range. That's why it leads to the same overall outward conditions. Do you see how that works? Unless you raise your perspective, you don't have access to higher perspective, inspiration, thoughts, ideas, actions, decisions, and choices. You don't have access. You just do not exist because you're not at that vibration. Nor are you at the vibration of failure either. And this vibration of failure would be something that you want to include in the possibility. And you say, I want to avoid failure at all costs. Well, that is going to lower that perspective and lower the possible range of choices, decisions, actions, and ideas that come to you. You see, if you say, I will embrace absolute failure and loss of everything. Now you raise your perspective because you don't care anymore. It's not this thing holding you down. It's not part of that baggage that you're carrying around with you. It's not part of that limited mental construct because failure is not possible. It would just be another form of learning and expanding and growing. And from that failure, you would be able to have new ideas, new thoughts, and new inspiration coming from that. So if you could embrace the failure, embrace the manifestation events, clear off that baggage, lighten your load and go with joy and make it as fun as possible, because this is the key to all of this. The vibration of fun is the vibration of allowing everything you truly want to come to you, releasing your attachment to outcome. If I make more money or less money, it doesn't matter. If I feel more free or less free, it doesn't matter. If I have more in the bank account or nothing in the bank account, it doesn't matter. If I'm a success or a failure, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters other than I'm going to be aware day by day by day of the manifestation events and the joys of this process. That's the only way to make it fun. Unless it's fun, why do it? Unless you can do everything in fun, there's no reason to do it. So set yourself up from fun in the beginning by not caring if you lose anything. Now, this is a difficult thing for humans to believe because as a victim mentality, perceiving that the conditions can make them feel something, if they lose everything, they know they will feel negative emotion and they don't want to feel negative emotion. So they're going to do whatever it takes to control away the negative emotion by controlling the reality, but the reality cannot be controlled. In fact, the whole idea of control brings down that perspective and that vibration. The letting go of control, the letting go of the attachment to the outcome, the letting go of the ideal, the letting go of it meaning anything whatsoever other than a day by day experience in joy and fun. That's all that matters. So with that mentality, you can absolutely be having to do anything because on that journey of self-discovery, you are given every single thing you need. And if you need money, the money will come. If you don't need the money because it'd be distraction, you don't want it to come. If you need people to come and help you to be employees, if you need them to come, they can't come. But if you say those who will show up will be the right ones and they'll fit in a role and we'll have the manifestation events together and we'll learn about each other. And this is just a more of an expansion for all of us together. We don't know exactly how it's going to turn out. We're going with the flow of the inspiration that's coming to us. You'll be attractive to the best people, the perfect people. And you'll be amazed and you'll look back. You say, 
How could we have ever done this without them? It's not possible. How could we have ever done this entire business without those people? And where did they just show up from? It's amazing. And then if you appreciate them, and if you realize they're on the journey of self-discovery as well, and let them go when they're ready to go without holding on to any type of control over them, let them do their job, create an environment of inspiration and joy, then they will be on your team and they'll be flowing at the same vibration as you. The second you wanna control any of it, the second you reduce your perspective. And then everyone in the whole office, the whole business has this lowered vibration of fear and they only have a narrow range of choices, decisions and actions available to them. Do you see how this all works? It all starts and ends with how you perceive yourself within the new thing you wanna do. If you're in fear, you've got a limited perspective. You have a narrow range of choices based on that perspective. Is that likely to be successful if you're in fear? Probably not. If you can say, I don't care about anything. All this is is a fun journey of self-discovery. Let's give it a go. If we fail, we can always go back to our jobs. We can always do find something. We know the universe is not letting us down. But think this through. Think about what is the impetus for this decision that you're making. Play around with the idea. Make a little plan if you want to, not to actually have a plan, but to say, well, if this manifestation event comes, could we handle the, the negative emotion we'll feel in there? If this manifestation event comes in our relationship, are we gonna blame each other for our negative emotion that we're feeling? Or are we gonna work with each other and help each other identify our own limiting beliefs? Help each other process those limiting beliefs. Help each other notice when we're withdrawing, when we're trying to disconnect from this thing we're doing and each other, and we'll help each other along in that. If we're gonna do this as a team and you are a team, then you might as well start helping each other with those limiting beliefs and the perspective. If you get aligned on the same perspective, guess what? You have a very similar perception of reality and you have a very similar range of thoughts and they'll start streaming to you at the same time and you'll have an idea and your mate will have an idea at the same time and they'll say, I was just thinking that and they'll be as excited as you. But if they're in a lower vibration than you and you have an idea at this vibration, they're gonna have fear. They're not gonna match up. They're not gonna understand what you're talking about. It won't make any sense. So work together as a partnership, reduce your baggage, realize it's just a journey of self-discovery like any other one. It's no different than the one you're doing now. Maybe it's a little bit more exponentially increased, but it's all supposed to be fun. And so keep fun. If you're gonna write a business plan, F-U-N at the top. And everything has to go arrows to that fun. If it's not fun, don't do it. Don't do it at all. If it's not fun, don't do it. That's great. Thanks. Excellent. So next. I'll go. In the interest of fun. So I have a friend, we're really close, and um, we've noticed that our phones play games with each other. Our phones will call each other when we're near them. They will text each other, random things. It's really fun, but what's going on? So you assume that the phone is separate from you. You assume everything's separate from you. In fact, you think everything in this reality is separate from you. Of course, it's the same vibration as you. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Are you thinking this is annoying or fun? Are you thinking this is unusual? This is the norm? Whatever you're thinking about, however you perceive it, 
However, this vibration of fun is existing with you and your friend, then all sorts of things can happen, all sorts of synchronicities and unusual events because it's fun. Oh my God, my phone called you, your phone called me, how is this even possible? You get butt dialed here, you get your phone turns off in the middle here, you run out of power suddenly over here. All this way of connecting, 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 you're in this connection and your phones are disrupting this whole thing because it's hilarious to the vibration that you're at because you're at that high vibration. Now, you may have had the experience of doing something with your computer and thinking it's recording something and suddenly doesn't record it. Why not? You've exceeded the vibration of that computer. Fun as hell. This is a vibrational reality. Everything's trying to keep up with you if you're at this high perspective. Everything is gonna change as you raise your perspective. The things you believed actually worked in, in this physical reality, the structure, the dynamics, the mathematics, the rules of this physical reality, well, that was always based in a limited perspective of yourself. When you raise that perspective and start to realize that none of this matters because nothing is matter, it's all ethereal, it's all shaping in every second and conforming to your beliefs and expectations in the moment. What happens when you rise out of that illusion? Well, suddenly things don't work the way they work. What happens when you raise your vibration to such a high level and try to go back and do a mundane thing on your phone or your computer and it doesn't work and you say, what's going on here? This stuff doesn't work because it can't work with you at that vibration and it wouldn't assist you in your journey of self-discovery anyway. Isn't this obvious to you? Yeah, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. There's a vibration <laughs> sort of, of what yeah. you thought was existing before and now you're, you're exceeding that vibration and you're thinking, well, to get this bill paid, I got to go on my phone and clickety, clickety, click when it could be done without <laughs> any of this. The power that you are is magnificent. Mm. The power that you all are is magnificent. You don't see it yet. When you start to see it, you'll start to realize, oh, that device was simply for people living in a limited perspective of themselves to help them along. But guess what? If that device existed 50 years ago, people would not be a vibrational match to that device and they would think it was some form of witchcraft and magic and be afraid of it. Imagine a cell phone to someone 100 years ago. They wouldn't understand what this thing was. They would be shocked if it played videos and played music and, and connected to someone on the other side of the world. And they might think it's something out of witchcraft or magic or something that they could not wrap their heads around and they might be in fear of it. Now imagine you with everything that you use that you think is normal technology and normal way things work in physical reality and you rise above that. Your perspective goes above that. Your vibration exceeds that. Well, then nothing can work the way you thought it would work because it's not necessary. You don't need the device anymore because you can create with your mind with your thoughts mm. at that vibration. Yeah. It's the thinking that you have to dip yourself back down to do these mundane menial tasks just to get this mundane menial thing done. You're dipping down back into it and it takes a little time. Once you raise it up, mm. none of this stuff is going to work for you. Not the way you thought it would. It'll work in no. magical ways, in fun ways, in exciting ways, in interesting ways. And it'll operate with you if you can look at it in a new way. Look at all the devices you use in a new way. Instead of saying, this piece of equipment is designed to do X, Y, and Z. I can use it as a word processor. I can use it to surf the internet. I can use it to 
pay bills, X, Y, and Z. What if you raised the vibration of the device itself and expected it and believed it to do even more? Playing with this idea that any device, whether it's a cup of water or an advanced computer, can move to your vibration and assist you with anything you want to do. Anything is in your control once you start to believe it and understand it and raise your perspective to that level and expect that this will be taken care of. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. I don't care. I'm not in this right now. If I'm inspired in the future, fine. I am expecting magic at all times. And then the magic comes and you go, ha, 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 look at that. Look how easy that was. I didn't have to lift a finger because I am a powerful creator and I expect the mundane things to take care of themselves while I focus on even higher ideas in the most fun, exciting way I can. Now, you and your friend have noticed that. You've noticed that there are magical things going on here when you pierce the veil of this illusion based in fear. When you're rising above it in those yeah. times, you're noticing magical things happen. Things that other humans would never believe possible. But more and more and more of you are having glimpses of this magic because your vibrations are rising out of the illusion and you are gaining clarity and abilities that you didn't know you had before. Expect this to continue. Expect it to get stronger. Expect it to aid your journey of self-discovery. And realize this is the most fun thing there is. This is what you've always wanted. You wanted for these things to be out of ordinary. You wanted to see the magic. And you start seeing the magic by getting the first spot in the parking lot or by looking at the numbers. You just happen to see 111 today and 222 today and 333 today and 444. You just happen to see some special numbers, some special phrase to you. You just happen to notice all these things. That's the start of this. And as you continue mm -hmm. on, if you seek a higher perspective and if you do the work in processing your limiting beliefs and if you choose to see yourself as a physical re representation of your non-physical inner self and imagine the power of that inner self, if you choose to see yourself in that higher perspective, then these abilities that you brought with you will, will be effortless and easy and second nature to you. And you'll start to realize, oh, okay, I could do this and take care of it. I could do this. And suddenly you start moving around and in this flow state where all the silliness of physical reality that you thought you had to control and take care of is suddenly taken care of by itself. Now, doesn't it make sense to you? If you're on this journey of self-discovery and you reach this higher perspective, if you reach this higher perspective, well, we've told you before, everything you need to do whatever you need to explore whatever you want to explore is going to come to you. Wouldn't it make sense that taking care of business would come to you? If you're at this high vibration, why do you need to write checks or pay bills or do any of these things? Why do you need to take care of the lawn? Why do you need to do any of these things that aren't giving you pure joy? When you get to this higher perspective, that's all that matters. Fun and joy and ease and interest and exploration. That's all you care about. That's all you care about. So that means that the minutia has to be taken care of by something else. 
by someone else, by something else, however your beliefs and expectations. If your belief and expectations was, I never needed to pay another bill again. Somehow, some way, it would be taken care of. Now, if you needed to know how it's getting taken care of or who's taking care of it or where it's taking, well, you're dipping back down again. And so there's a game to play there. How high can I go without having to slide back down to take care of business? How high can I go trusting with blind faith that I'm actually given everything I need in every moment to do what I need to do at this high level? Okay. Yeah, that was a missing piece right there. I got it. <laughs> well, we knew you got it with like three words, so we wanted to expand on that so that, that it could be <laughs> that was so good. We could have this rampage of high perspective that other people could grasp onto. Because this conversation in this format has never been uttered in physical reality, meaning the expression of it, not only in thought, but in words recorded received by those on the call right now is entered into the consciousness of the planet and anyone who rises to this level of consciousness will receive the download of this conversation whether they listen to this podcast whether they see a video whether they hear about this conversation from someone who has listened to it before that is accessed in the thought form you brought that in that high vibrational idea was brought in through the question you asked in physical form available to all. Now imagine that this very high perspective can only be imagined by currently a minute portion of the planet because they're nowhere near that vibration. But those of you on the call now and listening at later date, many of you will be close enough that you'll get little pieces of this, little understanding of what's possible when you raise your vibration. You'll, you'll start to notice when your phone's on the blink or when you can't get something on your computer. And instead of saying, damn, I can't solve this problem. Why is this all screwed up? How come I have to talk to customer service? Why is it my phone working? I'm gonna have to reset it again. Instead of looking at that from a limited perspective, you say, ah, this is a sign that I'm exceeding the boundaries of my previous perspective. And things that worked based in that old limited perspective are no longer working the same way because I'm on the crossing point, the inflection point to a completely new way of approaching life. And in this new way of approaching life where those of you who will move on to even higher perspectives and higher vibrations, will do things completely differently and incredibly more effectively. And you'll have a lot more fun doing it. Why wouldn't you? And those watching you will see this example of what happens when you live in a much higher perspective. And let's just call this 5D because that's the most woo-woo thing we can think of right now. Thanks for that. <laughs> Excellent. We have time for one quick question. This must be the silliest question in the history of the world. Who would like to ask a very, very silly, fun question? I do. Excellent. Hopefully this is working. Perfectly. Can you hear me? Yes. When you all get vibrations okay. so high, um, none of this is going to work. Based on that. Right, right. 
right, exactly. So my, my, uh, just listening to your answer, I've been recently thinking, you know, all those things like fairies and crazy sci-fi concepts and whatever that we think are fantasy are actually real. What's real? Is that door behind you real? Is there anything about the refrigerator that's real? You know, intellectually, there's just a bunch of molecules vibrating at a certain rate. You know intellectually that when you touch something, you're never actually touching it. There's a stream of energy and molecules between your finger and the thing you're touching. You've learned to feel things and assume they're real. You've learned to see things and assume they're real. But there's so much you see at the corner of your eye and you go, what's that? What's that? How did that work? How did that happen? And then you belief structure gives you a thought of how, what that is just so you can make sense of it. But that's not the truth of it. That's just a rationalization of what you just saw, what you just heard, what you just smelled, what you just felt. You're rationalizing all these things and making them real because that corresponds to your current mental construct. You have learned to put definitions on everything and to build context and meaning with everything in your physical reality. But you watch a cartoon and there's fairies in it and you're willing to accept that and you're not turning off the TV saying that's just fake. Well, that is no more fake or real because it's in your mental construct. This idea or label of what a fairy is. Okay, well, fairies can be in the TV set or on the movie screen or you could read about them in a book, but you can't see them. Can you? Why not? Maybe you need a psychedelic and they're all over the place there. Maybe you need to let go of the structure of your belief system and suddenly they arrive. Maybe you don't even have to see them, but you could per perceive that they're part of your guides and supporters always leading you to everything you truly want. Why not? Who wouldn't want to have a fairy or an angel guiding them to everything they want? Of course they would. But in fear, you want to cut that off. You want to say, this works that way. That way I can have a relationship to it. I can trust it. I know that the phone will always work the way I want it to work. It'll never accidentally call someone else by mistake. Has have that ever happened to you? Where for no reason your phone's calling this other person over and over again, and then you have to reply to them that I don't know what that was and you use some term for it, and then you just rationalize that somehow, some way, it was in your pocket, and by itself, while you were walking around or while you are just laying there, it called someone else. You say, okay, well, that's just a thing called a butt dial. That happens all the time. So you label it, and then you go back to your formal reality structure. But you don't have to. You could say, oh, well, my phone called that person. Let's find out. Let's talk to them. Let's see what's going on. Let's spend a moment in their life. Let's see if I can dial into that person and access them telepathically. Why not? Because that's not your mental construct. But all these things will be in the mental constructs of humans at some point. All of this clarity, clairvoyance, all these abilities that you will have when you just rise a little bit out of that illusion of fear just a little bit higher perspective will come online. But in the future, can you imagine a 
society where this conversation is normal and where children are taught these ideas in school and where limiting beliefs are processed along the way and where you are all helping each other as one and feeling more connected and and creating institutions and structures that are more connected, more connected, more connected, more for one and all. And that you'll notice that everyone has these. It'll be unusual that someone doesn't have some clairvoyant ability, some empathic ability. And so it will not be unusual to feel the feelings of a friend across the world or get the thought at the exact same time with someone else or bring in a loved one who's crossed over, who's transitioned, or have access to any consciousness in any state, at any time, anywhere. The consciousness of your favorite houseplant, the consciousness of a pet, the consciousness of this tree you walk by at the park, the consciousness of the person in line in front of you at Starbucks. You can connect to any of that. And why don't you? Because you don't believe it. It's not part of your mental construct. But if it were, then this would be available to all of you. It'd be the simplest thing in the world. And if you were to have fun with this idea and over this weekend experiment with talking to the plant, talking to your pet, talking to the person in front of you telepathically, feeling what everyone feels, feeling what the feeling is around you, playing with these ideas, in play, not in seriousness, not attached to an outcome, just in play. If you can play with these ideas and have fun, you will be amazed at what comes in. So we'd like to invite all of you, whether you're on the call now or listening at a later date, over this weekend, have the most fun you can imagine having, playing with this idea that nothing is real in this reality, that you're making it all up, and so you might as well throw a few fairies in there. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Love Thank it. You, Thank you. That was amazing. Joshua. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Uh, Thank have you. a wonderful, fun Joshua. weekend. Thank you. Bye. I hope you had fun listening to this episode. Uh, you have a little challenge to do this weekend coming up. See if you can have as much fun as you can. Don't worry about your chores. Don't worry about the things you have to do. Just play this weekend and to see how much you're in alignment when you're in play and we're having fun and we're doing something that's interesting. Uh, don't have to set it up. Let the uh, guidance come to you and be inspired. Uh, think about the different things that you would like to do, what's exciting to you. Always follow that thread of fun and excitement and joy and everything else will come to you. You'll get all this inspiration and this is really, like Joshua said, the sweet spot. So keeping that vibration of fun and make that vibration really uh, first on your priority. Have fun in everything you do. Um, we have a new Ascension Experience course starting on Monday. There will be a group of about, I don't know, 100 people all over the world doing it together. There's 13 different courses. You can check them out. They do go in order, so most people will want to start with alignment, but feel free to jump around. If you have any questions, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and if you like, we can also set up a conversation. Also on the website, you'll see a brand new meditation you can download. It's the neutrality meditation and people are really getting into this one. It's done by Tracy DeLuise. She did an amazing job. So thank you for Tracy for that. And there's the uh, audiobook, A Perception of Reality. If you haven't gotten that yet, that's the best place to start. So if you're new to any of this work, the place you start is that first book, A Perception of Reality. It was written in 2014 
and it really lays out the entire teachings of Joshua, starting with the first line, everything is right. When you get this idea, you're not the victim, you're the creator of your reality, you will perceive things more and more and more as right, and you'll get over this illusion that anything's wrong. That's the illusion of physical reality. When you rise above that, you start seeing it. It's obvious. And when you do, when you come out of that, you gain clarity, you gain uh, your idea of all your special talents and gifts and maybe some empathic gifts that you have. And this is really all for your journey of self-discovery. No other reason to be here and have fun on that journey because it's meant to be fun. This whole universe is designed to be fun. So thanks again for being here and remember to share with your friends. We'll see you next time and have fun this weekend. Bye.